is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. We are back, baby. Week one of the NFL season is getting underway tonight. Uh, Brad, the big noise, Evans with you. And the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Yes, so we got a new name, but it's the same old show, uh, same style, countdown oriented. Of course, uh, overloaded with bonus times as well. And we're doing this on video so you can see our ugly, hideous faces in real time with the Fade 5 podcast. Do you know how good it is to see your face finally? Good heavens. Do you for for those that have not paid attention, do you want to give like the the 32nd synopsis of where the bleep you've been? Uh yes, uh the velodrome was not good to me. I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what a velodrome is, look it up. Uh but yeah, I got a pretty uh, gnarly bike accident. I was hospitalized for 12 days and I have been on a slow uphill recovery uh from the injuries suffered during that bike accident. I will say this, Lundy. Uh, I am thankful that the uh, the gods have uh, shined down upon me and uh, allowed me to be back at work for week one of the regular yeah. season. So enough with all my personal drama. I want to lose people their bankrolls. So let's get after it. We got the game tonight. <laughs> Bills and Rams. Uh, Buffalo is figured by two and a half. Total right now, 52 and a half. Hold this line for BetMGM. Now, some of the books, we've seen some waffling. We've seen some movement. I saw last night uh, DraftKings had it down to two. It's back to two and a half. Uh, but uh, at DK and FanDuel, and I think one other book, uh, Captain Hook is out of play on the total at 52. Now, we got information uh, where the public is betting, or in some of the sharps as well, from BetMGM this morning. 66% of the handle right now on the Buffalo Bills and uh, on the total of the 52 uh, and a half, it is 68% of the handle there on the over. So what are you feeling? Uh, give me your fearless forecast, my man. Uh, let's try to make some moolah here out of the gate. Well, first of all, I'm staying away from the spread. I actually like Buffalo to win this game, but I think it'll be close. Um, so I'm not a big fan of the two and a half because it, it could wind up being a one-point game. It could be a three. I don't like the idea of trying to play with Captain Hook here on the first night of the NFL season. Um, I do like Buffalo to win the game, though, as much as the Rams have been had the success that they've had uh, in September, Sean McVay, all of that. I actually think Buffalo is going to come out and, and try to give them a run for their money. And this is, look, this is a party for the Rams, right? I mean, I get it. It's a football game, but it's also a party because you won, you get a banner, you get all that kind of crap going on uh, in La La Land. But I'll tell you this, Brad, I'm actually with the public. I like the over. Uh, I think we're going to see some scoring in this game. Um, As you said, 52, 52 and a half, depending. I think we're going to push right around, uh, say, 55 or 57 right there in the total. So I I like the over. I like the bills on the money line. I'm not a big fan of the spread at the two and a half. Well, I hope the over actually hits uh, because all my player props (laughs) and I've got some other on this show hopefully will come in uh, and cash hard and easily. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm feeling it's going to be a little bit more suppressed, a little bit more slow going in this one. I think on a Matt Gay last second field goal, the Rams win this thing. So I'm taking them 24 to 23, a little sprinkling on the money line with the Rambies there. And I'm betting the under and I'm going to fade the majority as a result. So you're already Rams, fading. You're already fading. Already, First well, Joe back in two months. Stop it. 
it's going to be 50 to nothing Buffalo as a result. So. <laughs> well, you'll get it the under what it is. it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Hit the under. That's very true. And then you see the total there on your screen and the line as well. Lundy and I, a little bit different perspective, but it's an absolute crapshoot. It's officially week one, and we have no solid answers. With that, let's get after it here on this opening night with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go into it here. Number five for me, I'm taking the over on Stefan Diggs. Can you dig it? Uh, absolutely, I can. Uh, receptions at minus 120. Pull this one from Bet MGM. Now, I know what you're thinking. Don't be scared. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, Diggs did do this in 10 of 19 total contests last season. Uh, a guy that's all 29.8 percent of the team's target share i think that number will be reduced because gabe davis who we're talking about a little bit later on in the podcast is going to have a sizable role as the number two target within this offense but still going to be aggressive still going to be assertive and Diggs is such a money maker with the route running ability that he's going to be able to gain that separation whether it is jalen ramsey or somebody else and not to be you know overlooking the fact too that ramsey is coming off a shoulder injury uh, up until a couple of days ago, he was kind of sketchy whether he was going to play. He did give up a 63.4 catch rate to his assignments last year, so he's far from invincible. And I think Diggs, because of the usage, uh, is going to be able to haul at at least six passes. So it could be like six for 65 or something like that. Remember, he was number two in total air yards last year and number 13 in route win rate. So at the end of his round, based on those breaks, Lundy, uh, all he does is gain victory. So again, over on Diggs, five and a half catches, minus 120 at BetMGM. Vader, follow. Uh, I will follow on this one because this plays into the narrative I was talking about that I think the Bills are going to win the game, and I think it's going to be the over. If that's the case, Diggs has to be involved. I think you peg him right at six. Maybe you get the cushion in the fourth quarter that he goes ahead and hits the seven, but I think he gets to at least a half a dozen. You already talked about the numbers from last season, but again – I think the Bills want to come out. Look, the, the what the NFL Network had a clean sweep practically of people talking about the fact that Bills were going to do it. I know Rich Eisen was that way on his show. Like it's just everybody's on the Bills from a Super Bowl standpoint. You think Buffalo wants to come out and show something tonight? I think they do. Um, and I already told you it's a party. It's Los Angeles. You know, people would rather be on the beach than watching a football game. So I just think Buffalo is going to lock and load tonight. And if that happens, it has to be Diggs take yeah. the over. I think he gets to six. Brad, I think he's got four by halftime. So I think this is one of those where, you know, you get to third quarter, you're already ready to cash this ticket. Flash those mitts, Diggsy. Number four. All right, let's get after number four here on the Fade Five today. And it's Josh Allen, not as a passer, but as a runner. Uh, big body guy, uh, obviously six feet plus and like 250 pounds is what he's listed at. And a guy that takes a lick and it keeps on ticking. As a result, I'm taking the over on 35.5 rush yards. Juiced up a little bit here. Minus 130 at BetMGM. I would expect this line to climb, creep up, close to the 40 mark by kickoff. If you look at Allen, uh, last season he averaged 44.9 rush yards per game. Had 7.2 assists, or uh, attempts per game, excuse me. Uh, you look at the L.A. Rams, they were number 15 in sack rates. Uh, Pro Football Focus ranked their defensive line as number one uh, entering the NFL regular season this year because they are in Donald. So you know that heat's going to be cranked, and when he feels the pressure, he takes off. 
he runs undeterred, whether it's an opportunistic scramble or one that is scripted, he's going to get the job done. Now, last year, Kyler Murray did this twice against the Rams. Uh, Tyler Huntley of the Baltimore Ravens did this, and so did Carson Wentz. So I think in the end, Josh Allen's going to be towing the line of 40, but it's going to be north of 35 and a half. Lundy, better follow that over 35 and a half rush yards for Mr. Allen. Oh, you had me at Carson Wentz, Brad. You had me at Carson Wentz. Look, if you could, if Carson could do it, come on, Josh Allen's a better athlete, a better quarterback all around than Carson is. So yeah, I'm taking the over in this one. I also think part of it, Brad, is the opportunistic side of it that you said. It's not it, with, with Josh Allen like it is with a lot of these running quarterbacks. We know it doesn't have to actually be a designed run play. It can actually wind up being uh, that, hey, he's got to scramble. He's got to move around. He's got Aaron Donald in his face, whatever it is. You got to be able to get out to the outside and we know that he's more than capable of getting double digits within just a single run, being able to yeah. gain in chunks at 10, 11, 12, even 13 yards uh, within one. So because you're sitting at 35, and I'm right there with you, if you're listening to the pod or you're checking out the video early, uh, go jump on this one because I do think it's going to creep up as we get closer to game time. I think in this first week of the NFL, we will see some line movement within an hour or so of a lot of these kickoffs because – You've got folks that are jumping in like, oh, hey, wait a minute. The NFL starts tonight and they're grabbing their app and they're placing their bets. And we're seeing some lines that move right before kick. So the advantage of jumping on the pod, jumping on the video early. Also, the other advantage of the video, Brad, uh, people can actually get visual evidence of how much damn coffee I drink every time you and I do this <laughs> podcast. Uh, so, you know, I've already uh, I've already been enjoying some and I would be willing to bet as we continue on the countdown, it'll be even more. Uh, truth be told, I'm three espressos in at the moment. So the fact that I'm not like getting cold shakes, uh, fueling my body with more espresso right now is a testament to how great a shape I'm in currently. And you're going to be in great shape too. If you tail us on Josh Allen and this over. Number three. All right, let's get after it. I already said Gabriel Davis is going to be one of the centerpieces of this offense. Let's put uh, the money where our mouth is, at least mine. We'll see where yours is on it. Anytime touchdown tonight, currently the best odds at tape time. Uh, we're at FanDuel at plus 155 for a guy that's six foot two. He's long, uh, he's rigid, he's strong, he wins a lot of these one on one battles. I think he's going to be the apple of Josh Allen's eye vertically inside the red zone, uh, which is most similar to what he had last year. You know, he was number 14 in red zone targets among all wide receivers. In the NFL in 2021 was 17 in total. He also uh, had a very high A dot uh, that was coined by my buddy, Mike Clady, ESPN. Average depth of target. Uh, he, again, was wide receiver eight in that category. So he can get some of those chunk gains, some of those big plays. And he's going up against long in coverage. Uh, may not see a whole lot of Jalen Ramsey in this contest. And long last season, as a member of the Rams, gave up a 65.1 catch rate and a 92.7 passer rating. He also wins a contested catch situations. He was wide receiver 10 in that category last season, according to playerprofiler.com. And there's just so much buzz around him taking that step forward in his football playing evolution. So do a little touchdown dance, Lundy. Are you with me on Gabe Davis 
plus 155 to splash six available at FanDuel. Well, this is a fun anytime touchdown one to be able to do because there are some that are not so fun. Brad, have you seen the line on Cooper Cup? He is a minus 200 pass. for an anytime touchdown. <laughs> pass. That is insane. Yes, exactly. I'm going to pass on that one. I am going to sprinkle one out there here when we get to bonus time, though, if you just want to take a flyer on somebody. I like this one with Gabe Davis. But this, again, Brad, this can come down to those week one, uh, uh, the week one NFL expectations because you're right. There is a massive spotlight on Davis. They expect him to take a step up. Will it happen? Not 100% sure, but saw a great stat. I didn't double check this. But I saw a great stat, and I'm going to give credit to Jared Hockman for posting this up. 69, nice, nice. of Davis's 70 catches have resulted in either a first down or a touchdown. Let me repeat wow. that. 69 wow. out of 70 have been either a first down or a touchdown. I think Brad's on to something with this anytime touchdown. Like I said, I've got one for you in bonus time coming up that I'll bring up as well for an anytime touchdown. But yeah, when you see a guy like Cooper Cup, come on, people be smart with your money. Minus 200, go find something in plus territory for the game tonight. Pounce on those plus odds. It's crazy. Number two. All right, let's get after number two here. And this is a line that has skyrocketed. It opened uh, some books in the low 50s. On Allen Robinson, the former Chicago Bear is actually going to have a competent passer and one that is sure to like him early and often this year. Uh, but knowing that the line has gone from like 52 and a half, 53 and a half, all the way up to 65 and a half, there's good value here. The truth I feel is somewhere in the middle. So I'm taking the under here, Lundy, on those 65 and a half receiving yards available at FanDuel, which has the highest line in right now in the industry at minus. 115. Now he's going to see a rookie in coverage primarily, and two of them actually Christian Herndon, uh, or Bend, excuse me, and Kair Elam. Uh, if you look at Benden, a uh, guy that uh, at Villanova showed you know his his capability overall, he's a big corner at six foot one, but you know, he's a rookie. And Elam is a guy that's had a tremendous training camp, uh, a rookie out of the University of Florida, another round one pick. Uh, and a guy that uh, has you know shown they can hang with just about anybody. So, you know, knowing you have two rookies there, I think this is the reason why people are investing in this line and why it's crept up steadily. But the strong safety play of the Buffalo Bills is why I'm taking a step back here uh, with, with Poyer and Micah Hyde. Uh, both these guys are outstanding. It's an elite secondary, even without Tredavious White on the field. I know what you're thinking. He was wide receiver 72 in catchable pass rates last year because of, you know, being a member of Chicago Bears. And he won a lot of the routes. Uh, he was wide receiver 17 in route win rates. But looking at some prognosticators at trust, pro football focus, my buddy Jeff Ratcliffe at SiriusXM, they got him pegged in the mid-50s here as a projection for this game. And I think that's where he's going to wind up. So fade or follow, my man. A-Rob, under 65 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at FanDuel. This is one that I wish I had the chance to straddle. Um, because, Brad, I think he's actually – I actually think he's going to get to 60. 
I think this is going to be yeah. a little bit of sweat. Um, so when it opened up in the in the low to mid 50s, yeah, you jump on something like this. Now all of a sudden it's skyrocketed all the way up. Now you're sitting at 65 and a half. I would have loved to have been able to straddle both of those numbers. Take it when it was down at the 50, take the over, wait for it to creep up. It could go up a little bit more, Brad, between now and the start of the game. I think they're going to keep pushing this total up. I think there's a lot of this faith of, oh, he's this great receiver. He just had to get out of Chicago. Um, well, it's still his first game. Um, and you've got all this pomp and circumstance going on, obviously, with the with the Thursday night and the start of the season. So I actually would love to straddle this because I think he's going to finish right about 60. I'm, I'm thinking mm. between like 58 and 62, right in that range. So I like you on the under here. I'm not quite as confident in it as you are, but I do like the idea of how high it has climbed. Now turn around and jump and take the under on this. And this is just like, you know, little uh, public service announcement for everybody. Watch these kinds of lines when we get into the regular season, because there's a lot of times that you can do this where you start straddling stuff. Maybe something opens up on uh, on Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning for the upcoming weekend. You jump on it because you like an over or maybe you like the under. Then you wait for the public to start to influence it. They adjust the lines. Then you go back in and you jump in. So you're right. Whether, whether we're talking about pro football focus, pay attention to those projections and try to find that sweet spot. Yeah. You can do that, especially when a line moves as much as this one did. Live in the land down under with Alan Robinson. Number one. All right, sticking with the LA theme, and it's uh, kind of off the beaten path here. I know what you're thinking. Dude had some soft tissue issues. Why the heck would I want to wager my hard-earned money on an over tie to Cam Akers? But I'm not talking about rush yards. We're going to focus on receiving yards here. And right now, the best line in the industry is at Bet Rivers of all places, minus 114 on the over 12 and a half receiving yards. Now, every other book that's out there is at 13 and a half. And the juice is standards, like minus 110, minus 115. So it's only one tick more. And I still think he's going to hit the over on both numbers. Here's the deal. Uh, I know, uh, you know, a lot of people are buying into this notion that Daryl Henderson's going to play a visible and viable role in this backfield. He will. But I think it's going to be a 60-40 split with Akers getting the heavy side of it. We got to know the history of Sean McVay, which is he usually leans on one running back. Case in point, look at the workload that Akers received off his miraculous recovery from an Achilles injury last year, which he wasn't still 100%. But during that five-game stretch, including the playoffs, he averaged 14.2 routes run per game. And uh, I think with his total in the low 50s, uh, knowing too that Stafford may or may not uh, have some elbow issues, he could be short-arming a little bit more instead of really uncorking down the field. And also knowing that Buffalo gave up 30.9 receiving yards per game and 15 running backs eclipses total against them last year. That 30.9 was to the running back position. You know, pull it all together. And I think ultimately Akers, two receptions. That's all we need. And I'll hit like 15 yards and we score some cash money. So that is my number one play today, Lundy. Fade or follow, wham, bam, thank you, Cam, on the over 12 and a half receiving yards available at Bet Rivers again. Minus 114. My favorite part of the fact that we're now doing a video to go along with this podcast, which you can find uh, wherever you you know catch your uh, videos, check us out on YouTube, uh, is is the fact that uh, what you guys are getting now is the visual that you didn't used to have. So we're watching Brad like T-Rexing footballs. Uh, on the screen right now when he's talking about Stafford short arming uh, we're, we're seeing like 
we're seeing T-Rex memes happening uh, right in front of our face. Uh, <laughs> look, Brad, you're coming off of, uh, of a major injury, uh, yes. and a lot of rehab, uh, a lot of therapy, um, a lot of things like that. And so I, I felt that I needed to just go ahead and go five for five with you and follow. Oh, wow. Uh, just really, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to place you any under uh, undue stress. Um, I didn't want to, I didn't want to cause any additional issues. If you're watching the video, you can see that I wore the appropriate shirt. Now that we're back uh, with Brad, with my mash uh, television shirt to bring back uh, our wounded, uh, a warrior here. Uh, but I'm going to follow. I, I think this happens. I think he gets at least six or seven on one. So then I'm just hoping he gets a couple more, um, maybe finishes with three catches right around 14 yards, something like that. I like that kind of play for him tonight. And again, this is about game script. This is about uh, you talk about you. We talked about Allen Robinson. So you talked about the secondary of Buffalo. You may need to do some dump off kinds of things. So this is just all about what that workload balance looks like with uh, with Henderson. That's really what this comes down to, because we know Akers is more than capable of doing this unless he's standing on the sideline. So you just got to hope that yeah. Henderson doesn't steal a lot of that from him. If that happens, then Akers will get out there. He'll get above this number. Like I said, shoot for about 14 or 15 yards. I think he creeps right past it. It's all about volume. He needs it. In my opinion, he needs at least three catches to get to this. And if he does, I think we're safe. One wheel route. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> One wheel route. He did it last year late in the season. Yeah. and went for no, like 30 right. yards. So you're just right. duplicate right. that. And it's going to be a sweat win, uh, winner here. Sweat free winner. In the end. All right. Uh, let's uh, add some more sweat time. It's bonus time. All right, Lundy. Uh, this is where we usually actually make money. Uh, now, actually, if, if you're new to the podcast, uh, then you realize that bonus time is normally you just I mean, sometimes you just want to just scroll ahead. Right. Yes. And just go straight yeah. to the bonus time. Forget the fade five uh, and go to bonus time. All right. Let me get you a, a couple on the games tonight. By the way, according to our friends at BetMGM, the number one bet prop for tonight is for Cooper Cup to have the first touchdown in the game i already told you that it was like a minus 200 uh for him to be able to score in any time no i'm not a really no. uh, a big fan no, of that you. you know what the number two uh bet prop right now at bet mgm is brad because this one i do like at plus 310 and that goes back to my narrative at the very mm -hmm. beginning of the podcast that i think the bills are going to win but i think it's going to be close at plus 310 for the bills to win by between one and six points I like that. I like the Bills to win, and I like this to be a close one. And plus 310 is a nice number. Speaking of plus numbers, how about plus 320? I told you I had kind of an off-the-wall anytime touchdown. Yes, I know he's only scored one rushing touchdown since October 3rd of last year, but give me the goal line back of Zach Moss for an anytime oh. touchdown at a plus 320 on that one. And then even though I think this is going to be a high-scoring game in the long run, Brad, I think we're going to see a low-scoring game in the first quarter. So you can actually get the under at a flat 10, which is part of the reason I like it, because you got the foot at Benjamin 10 or fewer points in the first quarter. And that's what I think loosen up. So there's a couple of props that I like. And Brad, come on. They're still playing on the diamond, brother. We still got to see. So let me get you this. Uh, Miami is in Philadelphia. The Marlins are taking on the Phillies. Uh, so let me give you two here. I actually like Miami on the money line in this one. You can actually get them at plus odds at a plus 105. Part of the reason why Kyle Gibson will be on the bump for, for Philadelphia. He has nearly a five ERA in the second half of the season. Okay. He's not 
play. He's not doing very well uh, when he takes the hill. And part of the thing that I think will help out Miami, Brad, how about a player prop? Joey Wendell to have oh. to have over one and a half total bases at a plus 135. Also pulled that one at BetMGM. Brad, his career numbers against Gibson, check this out. 23 at bats, okay? He's got a 391 average with four doubles and two. Wow triples against him and in 23 plate appearances against Gibson he's only struck out four times so he puts the ball in play so yes I know we're getting ready for the NFL but hey we got to give some love to the hardball uh, no doubt about that as we're inching our way uh, to the uh, October month which is postseason play in the rawhide all right uh, I'm gonna hopefully hit one out of the park here with uh, my remaining bonus times if I think Gabe Davis is going to score a touchdown, I'm going to take the over on his receiving yards prop as well, which is sitting at anywhere between 55 and a half, 57 and a half. Whatever number you grab, I think he hits the over on it. Big playability. I told you about the A dot earlier, and Josh Allen is going to uncork early and often in this game. So I like the over on that one there. Speaking of Josh Allen, if if we like the rush yards prop at 35 and a half, why don't we take the over on rush attempts? which is only six and a half. That's what I grabbed that. Now I paid a little mo more on that juice at minus 130 at DraftKings, but I'm a huge fan of correlating, synergizing, bringing it all together with Josh Allen on the ground. Uh, let's do a little same gamer and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, this is a parlay I put together at DraftKings and uh, they included a 25% odds boost. Very kind wow. and generous of them. Well, uh, I'm going to go Devin Singletary. Well, I think it's going to be the primary running back. I know there are a lot of people in factory with James Cook right now, but Singletary is going to be the early down guy unless Allen's calling his own number. But anyway, it's 30 rush yards or more. That's leg one. Cam Akers, who, again, I think is going to get 60% of the workload, 30-plus rush yards in this one, which is a reduction about 12 yards off his current rush yards line. Josh Allen for 230-plus pass yards. And then sticking with the theme that we talked about uh, early on in the fade five, Stephon Diggs, uh, we're going to take the hook out of it, five or more receptions. Singletary, 30-plus rush yards. Akers, 30-plus rush yards. Josh Allen, 230-plus pass yards. Diggs, five-plus receptions. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, all four of those legs hit with the odds boost. That's plus 205, Lundy, at DraftKings Sportsbook. So how do you like Big that? Big fan of that one. All right, and I'm a huge fan as well. Uh, and it's all going to come crumbling down probably in the end on this hashtag tequila Thursday. Uh, it's a good thing we have elixirs to numb the pain as we are watching and uh, predicting the unpredictable is what we try to do on the Fade 5 pod today. And we're out of time. Short, sweet. That's how we like to do it. Uh, continue to download us wherever you get your podcast. Follow Lundy as well on social media where you can follow me too on twitter uh my handle's at noisy Fuevos. his handle is at nate lundy and as always until next time feed or follow that is up to you